We're going to keep uh, continuing our focus on the Lord's Prayer today. And we're going to look at the, the second line, kind of the second section of how Jesus taught us to pray. And he says, we should pray like this. We should pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus says when we pray to our Father in heaven, we should pray, uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, what I love about this part of how Jesus taught us to pray is that Jesus is going to enlarge our vision of reality. Um, when we pray, when we make this shift, and this is all about where do we put our, our focus, where do we give our attention to? And Jesus says, I want you to shift the focus of your life, shift the attention of your life into this reality. That not only do you have a Father in heaven, uh, but you should begin to pray that actually here is what my life is about. That God, I want to see your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. So he's given us this bigger picture of reality where um, life is more than just what we experience on earth. He says, no, heaven is a reality. That uh, life is not just kind of what we see here and now. There is heaven. There is this realm where God is king and where everything happens exactly as he wants. That's what heaven is. Now, sometimes we think our almost goal in life um, or, or what Jesus might want for us is for us to go to heaven. That, you know what, and this is what life is about, is it someday, you know what, yeah, and, and we can look at that all different ways. We might feel like, well, this life isn't that good, so hopefully someday I'll go to heaven. Or we might feel like, geez, I really like this life. I'm not sure if I want to go to heaven. Uh, what Jesus does, he says, I'm going to totally just change the way you think about this. And he says, here's what your prayer should be. Not, you know, God, can I go to heaven someday? But actually instead, God, I want to see heaven come to earth. I want to see earth become a space where your will is done, where things are the way, God, you designed it to be and the way you wanted it to be. And that gives us a new purpose. You know, when you, when you think back over the story of the Bible and you go back to the Garden of Eden, you know, many of us are familiar with the story of the Garden of Eden. And it tells us that kind of God created this whole world. He made the whole thing. And, and he said it was good, and this is a good creation. Then he created humanity, and he put us here. And when he did that, you get this, this snapshot, this picture in Genesis that God then said, hey, I want you to be in charge of my creation. I want you to look after it for me. God created it. It's all his, but he made us. And he says, I want you to, to care for it. And he says in, in Genesis, he says, I want you to, to work it and look after it and take responsibility for it. Now, the one thing about this is that God also said, you know, and we're all familiar with the story, there's this tree and you can eat any fruit you want. You can do almost anything you want, but you just can't eat the fruit from this one tree. And so God gives humanity this choice. And we sometimes like, what is this all about? Why do you do that? But what you realize is God gave humanity a choice that we could either uh, live in such a way that we follow God's instructions, we follow God's directions, we follow what God wanted, we follow his will. Or humanity had the capacity to say, nah, I, I, I don't want to do it that way. You said, don't eat. I, I'm just going to eat it anyway. And, and so you see humanity is always faced with this fundamental choice. Am I going to say, God, your will be done. I'll do things your way. Or not, nah, I'm going to do things my way. And Jesus, when he teaches us this prayer, he's helping us just reshape and reorientate our hearts, our life to go, you know what, God, life, it's not about me and my will be done. It's not about me and my kingdom and what can I build. 
but actually, God, I want my life to be about your kingdom. I want my life to be about something bigger. And whenever we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done, we're beginning to shift that focus of our life. You know, sometimes we feel like if I just focus on my life and my kingdom, that somehow that will be better. But actually, the more we focus on my life and my kingdom, actually, the more our life shrinks. The more we just think about, you know, even in situations like what we're facing right now, if you've got uncertainty or instability in your life, the more life becomes about us, the more afraid we become and the more insular and the more we might focus on ourselves. But the more we're able to shift and go, no, my life is about a bigger purpose. My life is about God and His kingdom. I see a bigger view of reality. My purpose, whether I'm at work or whether I'm at home or school or wherever I find myself, my purpose is to say, you know what, God, not what, not my will be done, but your will be done. And the more we get in touch and focused on our purpose, the more it enables us to live with freedom. The more it able, enables us to be free of, of fear and worry because actually my life isn't about me anymore. It's about God. It's about His kingdom. And I know it feels like a paradox. We feel like I need to look out for myself. But Jesus invites us to a prayer that says, no, God, life isn't about me. It's about you and your kingdom. And actually, the more I get in touch with saying, your kingdom come, your will be done, the more freedom we find, the more peace we find, the more we're able to live into our our bigger purpose. And that's our purpose, to be people who are saying, God, not my will be done, but your will be done. Not my kingdom come, but your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven.